0: Chronic pain around your period, is it normal? You've probably been prescribed birth control to get rid of it, but is it getting to the root or suppressing the symptoms? In this episode around period pain, I'll tell you the leading root causes behind your chronic cramps and my favorite evidence-based interventions for healing yourself from period pain. Dysmenorrhea is defined as pain during the menstrual cycle. The pain is usually located in the lower abdomen, but can radiate into the inner thighs and in the back. You can get nausea, vomiting, fatigue, diarrhea, mood changes, all those things accompanying it. You maybe have experienced it. Actually, statistically speaking, you probably did. The range of females who live with chronic period pain is from 45% to 95%. And the primary therapies are NSAIDs, the aspirins, the ibuprofens of the world, combined oral contraceptives, the pill, progestin-only contraceptives, Depo-Provera injections, intrauterine devices like IUDs, and maybe you get a little heat therapy. And that's what we have to work with in conventional medicine. So can someone tell me where conventional medicine is addressing the root of period pain? Because to me, these are all Band-Aids. You'd agree. So if you do, say yes out loud, right? Wherever you are. And shout out to those of you who did say yes, but it's a skewed model. Now, as a licensed naturopathic doctor, who spent most of his career in women's health, I'm going to tell you what the most common root causes of period pain are and my favorite interventions out there. We'll do that shortly. But dysmenorrhea, period pain, is a common condition affecting women of reproductive age. The prevalence of dysmenorrhea can vary widely depending on the factors like age, lifestyle, and overall health. Now, first and foremost, there's two types. Primary dysmenorrhea is the dysmenorrhea, the pain that comes straight from menstrual cramps without any underlying health condition. And studies suggest that a significant majority of menstruating women experience primary dysmenorrhea at some point in their lives. And that's the range I gave you, 45 to 95%. And secondary dysmenorrhea, this is menstrual pain that is due to underlying reproductive disorders like endometriosis or fibroids, which some of you have out there. Now, the prevalence of this one is lower than the primary one, but it depends on what the condition is. For example, the prevalence of endometriosis among women with dysmenorrhea is estimated to be 20 to 40%. For the sake of this episode, we're going to talk about primary dysmenorrhea. There's no underlying condition behind it. Age is actually an important factor for dysmenorrhea. What we see is that younger women, particularly those in their teens and 20s, are having higher incidence and pain, painful periods are decreasing with age after childbirth. There's also a significant impact on quality of life. There's a number of women who report that dysmenorrhea affects their daily activities, including school attendance, work, productivity, social engagements, probably you, at least one point in your life. Studies have found that 15 to 20% of women experience severe dysmenorrhea, which totally impacts their livelihood. And I've seen that. I've, I've had friends, I've dated women who have had severe dysmenorrhea and my heart goes out to them because it's it's huge once a month it, the anxiety is building up knowing you're going to be in deep pain and I've treated many women with this and I'm going to be sharing with you some of the things that I used to do so the primary cause of period pain is the production of something called prostaglandins these are just fatty chemicals in the body that have a hormone like effect on your uterus prostaglandins are produced by the cells of the endometrium right? This is the lining of the uterus as it prepares to shed. So the higher levels of prostaglandins lead to intense contractions. More prostaglandins, more uterine contractions, more intense period pain. These contractions cause a constriction in the blood flow to the uterus, cutting off temporarily oxygen supply. It it goes to a process called ischemia, like a heart attack. That's ischemia. And what happens is the muscle tissue begins to contract in the sensation of pain. But it's not just prostaglandins, it's all your hormones too. Levels of estrogen and progesterone are hormones that regulate the menstrual cycle, yes, and they fluctuate throughout the the cycle. But these hormonal changes can affect the severity and presence of menstrual cramps. High levels of estrogen are associated with increased endometrial thickness and therefore more prostaglandin production. It also depends on your ovulation patterns. The occurrence of intense period pain can be influenced on whether a woman ovulates or not. Anovulatory cycles, cycles where there's no ovulation, may result in less severe or no menstrual cramping. And this is how IUDs in the pill work. They actually skip this part of the cycle, so you don't have the part where you're producing so many prostaglandins. Makes sense. It's not, it's not the root cause, but it's a Band-Aid. And other factors actually can influence period pain, and that includes genetic predisposition, right? It's usually family history. Menstrual flow, heavier menstrual flow can lead to more severe cramping. In age, I just mentioned, younger, teenage, early 20s, they usually experience more severe dysmenorrhea than after childbirth age. You heard of my recent knowledge bomb on salt and the importance of electrolytes, hydration, and quality water. What I didn't mention in that episode was one of my favorite ways to get electrolytes is with Element. And the team at Element uses a science backed electrolyte ratio of 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium. But just as important as what's in Element is what they left out all those dodgy ingredients and all that sugar. Go, go, go to the supermarket. Go, go to Electrolytes. Go see what's in there. And when it comes to the flavoring in Element, all that is coming from foods, not chemicals. Foods, not chemicals. They showed me their third party testing no pesticides, no heavy metals. It's fantastic. I take it every day and I wouldn't take it every day if that wasn't true. Now we need to hydrate. A lot of us, I'll be traveling very soon all around and I'm gonna make sure that I'm hydrating. A lot of us don't realize that jet lag is really just dehydration that we start feeling. I use Element every single day. I use a whole packet and about 32 ounces of water in the morning. And I know that if I'm going to the gym in the next hour, it's going to be powering me through my workout. We don't realize how much we need that salty water to get going and hydrated throughout the day. It's also gonna be supporting my brain health. We don't think about the importance of hydration and brain health, but it's so important, salt and brain health. If I'm in the sauna, I'm already using another one. So we have to think about, if we're using clean water, we wanna complement it with really good quality salt. And Element has the most fantastic flavors. If you wanna check out Element, Element is offering you, the Heal Thyself listener, a free Element sample pack. When you purchase with my link, that is drinkelement.com DRG. The Element Sample Pack includes one packet of every flavor, perfect for anyone who's interested in trying out all of Element's flavors. So what are the root causes that conventional medicine may miss when it comes to period pain? We're not talking about nutritional deficiencies, and we have to, because many vitamins and minerals play a major role in the way that we are producing prostaglandins, the level of inflammation, the cofactors, for antioxidants, the the expression of pain in our bodies, the balance of our hormones, all of these have a role to play. One of them being omega-6. Omega-6 is is essential for our health, but it can also be inflammatory when it's much higher than omega-3. And I'm gonna go into the dietary stuff. So there's nutritional aspects. There's also clearance aspect. We know that the more estradiol you have in your body, the poor clearance, right? So elevated estrogen, poor clearance of estrogen in the body, in the liver, and in the poop means that you're going to downstream put yourself at risk for having more period pain because we learned, again, estrogen at high levels can contribute to more severe period pains. So if you're not clearing that estrogen, if your liver's clogged up, if you ain't pooping, then you're predisposing yourself towards more period pain. And there's environmental exposures, which we don't talk about in conventional medicines like endocrine disruptors. The very things that can affect our estrogen levels like BPA, phthalates, PFAS, and other chemicals do play a role in period pains. And I guarantee no doctor has ever told you about that. You didn't, they're not looking at your hormone levels on a Dutch test, for example, and seeing how your estrogen is clearing. And they should be asking you how often you poop too. So we have to think about all these things and the food you're eating. We have to think about all these things to get a really good picture about how to treat period pain, which brings me to my solutions. If you're suffering with period pain, here are some of my top recommendations as a doctor to start healing. I'll say with the caveat, this is not medical advice. This is just guidance and you talk to your doctor about it. First and foremost, if you have period pain, you have to think about dietary modifications. If you're not eating an anti-inflammatory diet, this is where you need to start. Chronic inflammation is mediated by various cytokines and prostaglandins. We know that already. Those little fatty chemicals which are inducing that pain, those uterine contractions. And they're involved in the whole pathophysiology of what we see when it comes to period pain. So you want an anti-inflammatory diet rich in omega-3s. Remember, too much omega-6 creates too many prostaglandins, which predisposes you to more period pain. You want to balance the ratio of omega-3 to 6. You want to reduce that 6 ratio and increase omega-3 rich foods like fish, like certain nuts and seeds, like certain oils. You want to move away the high inflammatory omega-6 nuts and seeds, but also foods, but also oils. This is going to shift the production of those pro-inflammatory chemicals that cause those uterine contractions. And also you want to eat antioxidants, foods like fruits and vegetables, which are high rich in those antioxidants to basically quench those free radicals that are causing the oxidative stress in your body and contributing to more inflammation. It turns down the knob on the heat. So so you got to think about your diet. You have to think about the omega-3 rich foods and you got to get them in your diet. You got to reduce and lower the omega-6 rich foods and get in more antioxidants like fruits and vegetables. Some of my favorite ones now I'm going to talk about is herbal medicine. There are herbs out there that are so effective and powerful when it comes to menstrual cramps. And if your doctor hasn't talked to you about these, it's time for you to talk to them about these herbs. Ginger, one of the most powerful ones. They contain multiple constituents in there that are anti-inflammatory. Analgesic, which means it lowers the heat on pain. It actually inhibits some of those prostaglandins or those inflammatory painful pathways, much like aspirin does, decreasing overall production of those prostaglandins and reducing the pain and inflammation in menstrual cramps. It's really powerful stuff. There's another one, a really nice one you may have heard of. It's called cramp bark. It's been used as an antispasmodic. So what you do is you would ingest this cramp bark around your period and the bioactive components in there relax the smooth muscle tissue. The opposite of the pain, it relaxes the spasms that are going on and causes alleviation of menstrual cramps. Another one that could be right there in your pantry is cinnamon. It's been shown to have anti-inflammatory, anti-spasmodic, and analgesic pain-reducing effects. And it's likely to do, it's likely due to one of its most important constituents, which actually help reduce prostaglandins and inflammatory mediators that we see causing it. Other ones that are my favorite, chamomile, you might want to talk to your doctor about ingesting that, whether it could be a tincture, it could be dried herb in a supplement. It can even be as a tea that you can use in conjunction maybe with some of other herbs. Again, talk to your doctor, but shown to reduce prostaglandins and ease menstrual cramps. Peppermint, another one of my favorite ones, works very much so like um, ginger, and it works like fennel. Two easy ones. Notice, like a lot of these are spices also that you may have in your cupboard, which we don't even think about, but we can be adding this to food, taking our dried herbs, taking our teas especially during these painful period times to reduce this pain that we're going through. Yeah, but peppermint, one of my favorite one, it soothes the smooth muscles just like fennel does. Fennel actually alleviates the pain. It has antispasmodic properties. Black cohosh, one of my favorite ones that I used to use when I was in school. It's been used for women's health conditions across the board, especially menstrual pain. The, we don't actually know exactly how it works, but we do know that it's involved in modulating the serotonin receptors and anti-inflammatory effects in the body, which overall you see reducing those uterine spasms and the pain associated with it. Other ones that I won't go deep into, but just as important, fenugreek, valerian, and pycnogenol, P-Y-C-N-O-N-G-E-N-O-L. I want you to look up all of those. All of these that I'm mentioning have similar properties, reducing inflammation improving blood flow, antispasmodic, analgesic, right, reducing oxidation. All of these have constituents in there that nature has gifted us with that can be used for these painful periods. So write these down as a list, talk to your doctor, and start utilizing these. Again, a lot of these are in your spice cabinet. A lot of these can be used as a tea. A lot of these can be used as a supplement or a tincture. Peoria is one of my favorite brands out there because They not only utilize high-quality, efficacious products, but they're using science-backed formulas. When we talk about probiotics, I want you to know this. A lot of the probiotics on those store shelves, there's no research behind them. We're, We're throwing dirt on a wall and hoping that it sticks, and we call it a probiotic. You have to make a probiotic that has research behind it. That's what Peori does. It uses the BB12 and PCC strains, which have been shown to help with digestive issues, right? So they're actually probiotics that work. And their prebiotics are fantastic. It gives you inulin, pectin, four grams of dietary fiber. Now remember, the prebiotics are what the probiotics feed on. Now you have a complementary product with both, right? So now you know that you're getting science-backed probiotics. They're seeding into the body and you're feeding all the good bacteria. And that's what I love about Peori and it's easy. It's a single stick packaging. It's got the actual number of live bacteria in the stick. You'll see it, right? And it's great tasting. You can either take it straight if you want to go crazy or put in a little bit of water. Every batch is tested by the Clean Label Project for more than 200 different contaminants. Right now, is offering you, the Heal Thyself listener, 20% off. If you want to try these probiotics, prebiotic, mixture out, if you have gut issues, bloating, constipation, heartburn, more bloating, right? If you've been suffering with gut issues, I, I can't say this enough. You have to balance your gut. Move it away from dysbiosis and come into a healthier bacteria, healthier diversity in your gut. Try this one out. Probiotics, prebiotics. Right now, Peori is offering you, the Heal Your listener, 20% off. That's on top of all the already discounted subscription price with my code. It's almost a third off the price. Get this offer now. Go to piori.com P-U-O-R-I.com and use the code D-R-G, that's P-U-O-R-I dot com slash D-R-G. Don't miss out. Use the promo code D-R-G at piori dot com slash D-R-G. We don't talk enough about magnesium, but magnesium plays a major role in relaxing smooth muscle in the uterus, reducing menstrual cramps. It's also involved in the synthesis of certain constituents that are anti-inflammatory in the body. So magnesium, major one, especially 75% of us being so low in magnesium, we want to make sure we're intervening, especially if you have spasmodic pain in your body. Magnesium is a go-to. I mentioned the significance of omega-3 rich foods. You might want to now entertain, especially if it's really bad for you, an omega-3 fatty acid, whether it's from flax oil or fish oil, to utilize that balance between the omega-6 and omega-3s, more anti-inflammatory properties, reducing the formation of those prostaglandins. Did you know vitamin B1, thiamine, and B6, pyridoxine, are really important when it comes to the pain and severity of menstrual cramps? Both of them actually have a mechanism for pain relief. We don't understand fully why. We seem to believe that B6 has an influence on our perception of pain, and B1 has an overall action on pain relief. So B vitamins, a lot of us are also low on those. Other really important ones that you can look up, vitamin E, really helpful at reducing oxidative stress in the uterus. Vitamin D, a lot of us are really low now that it's winter time, has been linked to a reduction in menstrual cramps. Anti-inflammatory, reduces inflammation, reduces pain, same when it comes to zinc. One of my favorite ones, curcumin from turmeric, another one in your spice cabinet. Now you're getting the ideas, right? You could start spicing your food with all these pain-reducing herbs and spices that have a really powerful effect but curcumin from turmeric anti-inflammatory reduces inflammation reduces pain ginger as i mentioned before quercetin another powerful one that we found in many fruits and vegetables is an anti-inflammatory and can actually modulate balance estrogen activity in the body one of my favorite ones bromelain that's an enzyme that comes from the core rind of a pineapple It has an anti-inflammatory and analgesic pain-reducing properties, reduces inflammation, improves blood flow, and potentially easing your menstrual cramps. So again, we have a lot of these herbs and nutraceuticals. I mentioned a lot. It's really important for you to write these down, look them up, because if you're suffering from menstrual cramps and all you've been was suggested to get on a birth control or take an IUD and given no other suggestions, here you are here are interventions you could take from the nutraceutical aspect from the herbal aspect from the dietary aspect that will make a major change in your cramps much better than you probably have ever experienced just by information like this so start putting this recommendation to yourself give it to your loved ones we got to talk about the importance of hormone detox you got to support your liver you got to be pooping you got to make sure that you're removing all those endocrine disrupting chemicals in your makeup and your shampoo right? And all the lotions that you use, all the perfumes, all the synthetic scents that you're breathing in, all those play a role in your period pain and you don't even know it. Acupuncture can do really well. It's, it's, it's worked wonders for many people as a natural painkiller. Stress reduction techniques have been shown to be helpful in uh, improving pelvic blood flow. So that means like yoga, meditation, lowering your cortisol levels, which actually have an overall anti-inflammatory effect putting you in parasympathetic, reducing your nervous system excitement, also an anti-inflammatory analgesic effect. Heat therapy, I know a lot of you have probably tried that before. We know that that helps. And I wanna close this part about talking about emotional aspect. No one, hardly anyone, like I say, no one, hardly anyone is talking about the emotional aspect. In my work, I mean, I've worked as a naturopathic doctor. I've given all of those recommendations that I mentioned from the magnesiums to the gingers to the turmerics to the vitamin D to the vitamin E's. I've given all of that, and they've helped many people. But I always paid attention to the women that these recommendations didn't work for, and they tried all of them, and they should be, and they've been eating healthy, and they work out, and they do all the stress-reducing techniques. Those are the people where I go, okay, their period pains, there's a role with an emotional aspect. And I'll say this very quickly. In the womb is where you hold sadness, anger, shame, guilt. A lot of that shame is around sexual repression. So if there was any time anyone ever crossed your boundaries, it was a, a, a rape, it was a molestation, it was a surgery, it was an abortion, anything there, any trauma, whether it's physical trauma or emotional trauma, gets stored in the womb. I promise you this because I've seen that energy liberated and I've actually seen women who were infertile get pregnant just by moving that energy. So it's worth thinking about if your womb is yelling at you every month, pay attention to me, and we're just quieting those sounds with birth control, then we're not doing everything we need to to listen to the body. There are emotions that are repressing the womb, and it would behoove you, especially if you have period pain, to look at what's there, meditate, bring your awareness down to your womb, talk to your womb every single day, create a relationship, and I promise you that which is there might just move, which might just totally, totally change your experience with period pain, might reduce it all the way down to zero. So that's everything I got. If I had a white coat right now, you in front of me, I'd tell you the same exact things. There you go. Period pain solutions and the roots. Hope you enjoyed. Rate, review, subscribe, support the show, send it to your loved ones. Thank you.